This is the Family Money Adventure Show, the money and travel podcast helping you make money moves that feel right for your family. I am Kevin Payne. Join me every other week as we have meaningful conversations about family, money, and travel. Today, we are talking about ways to save money at Disney World. Now, if you missed the last episode, I am in the middle of a trip to Walt Disney World right now, and I am recording these episodes from my hotel room at the Swan Resort, which is located in Disney's Boardwalk area and is one of the few partner hotels located on Disney property. Now, I've mentioned this before, but it's worth noting again in light of our topic today. We are a family of six. My wife works as an educator full-time. Our kids attend public schools near our home and follow a traditional school schedule. And actually, two of our kids now attend college, but basically, they follow a similar schedule. We're not full-time travelers. We have a home base and generally travel during what are considered the most popular and busiest travel seasons annually for Americans. Fall and winter holiday breaks, spring break, and summer. So when we are looking for money-saving tips for destinations, we want real vacation tips for real people. We want to spend less money, or we want to spend less money on certain aspects of our trips so that we can afford to splurge in other areas. Now, for full transparency, the money-saving tips below are primarily geared towards saving money. But I am going to include a couple of tips that can help you squeeze more value out of the money that you may already be spending on a Disney World vacation. Now, with that said, we've come up with a list of some of our favorite ways to save money at Walt Disney World. Not all of these tips may be relevant or work for you. Use what makes sense for you and toss the rest. Let's jump right in. The number one tip is to plan ahead. This is the most important part of planning any Disney World vacation. Every part of your trip from where you stay to how you get there, to park tickets, food, and other supplies require advanced planning, especially to save money and give you more options. The less time that you have before your trip, the less options that are available and the less deals that you will find. For other trips and destinations, you may be able to find last-minute deals, and while that may be the case for Orlando as well, For the most part, you're not going to find last-minute deals for Disney. Tip number two, travel during off-peak seasons. I know, almost every day is peak season at Walt Disney World. I get it. It's become even harder to avoid crowds once travel opened back up after the pandemic. I totally get that. But there are still some pockets of time during the year when you can find cheaper rates and potentially avoid some of the crowds. Our family, we typically don't have the flexibility to take advantage of these times, not without pulling our kids out of school or them missing sporting events. But if your travel schedule is more flexible, consider visiting Disney World during lighter seasons. Tip number three, pack food. We've visited amusement parks and theme parks across the country, and I can tell you from experience that Walt Disney World has some of the most generous guidelines for bringing food into a park. There are other parks that will not let you bring in anything, and they will actually take your stuff or throw it away. There are some exceptions at Disney World, like 
alcoholic beverages, glass bottles, except for baby food jars and large coolers. But for the most part, Disney World is pretty flexible. If you want to save money on food, purchase a backpack cooler and pack lunches, snacks, water bottles, whatever you want. Now, a quick life hack that we often use is to freeze a few water bottles and use them as your ice packs to keep everything cold. They'll melt throughout the day, giving you more drinks to consume later on. The only thing you need to do is to keep an eye on the condensation as they melt so that you don't have a backpack full of water. We keep ours in Ziploc bags usually and also use high quality backpack coolers that don't leak. We generally pack a lunch and snacks and then eat dinner in the park. Our backpacks get lighter as the day goes on, which is important. Speaking of park food, tip number four is to get creative with park food. Now, the Disney parks offer a wide variety of dining options from sit-down restaurants that require reservations to quick service restaurants, dining carts, and other less formal dining options. If we do dining reservations, our family generally only does it one time per trip to keep the cost down, usually somewhere that our kids like. Other ways to save money on park food is to split your meals order off of a kid's menu, or supplement the food that you packed with quick service sides like french fries or other snacks. Another way to save money on food is tip number five, which is to avoid buying soft drinks and water in the park. Disney World is not McDonald's. Meals from quick service restaurants at Disney World do not automatically come with a beverage. It's an extra charge. Do yourself a favor and skip the soft drinks, at least for the kids, or treat them as an extra one-time perk during the day. Obviously, this all kind of depends on whether you or your kids normally drink soft drinks. Also, do not buy water in the parks. It's expensive. And most quick service restaurants offer free cups of ice cold water. All you have to do is walk up and ask for it and they will give it to you. Even Starbucks will give you free ice water. Yes, there's a Starbucks in every park. The parks also have several drinking fountains and refill stations for water bottles. I will tell you, though, that they really need to increase the number of refill stations in each park. Also, as a side note, there are actually some content creators that will show you exactly where all of the refill stations are in each park. If you look on Instagram or TikTok, there are videos that walk through every single refill station at all four parks. Tip number six Get your park tickets from undercover tourists. If you're not staying on property and you're not an annual pass holder, check out Undercover Tourist for discounted park tickets. Undercover Tourist is an authorized seller of tickets for Disney World and other area attractions. Now, these are actual Disney tickets, not some special resale version. I discussed booking direct versus using discount travel sites in a previous episode, and I'll include a link in the show notes for you to listen to that. Do yourself a favor and compare ticket prices directly through Disney versus undercover tourists to see if you can save some money. In some cases, undercover tourists will be higher. The cool thing, though, is that they're totally upfront about that. It's right at the top of the company website's homepage. They're not trying to trick you into spending more on your park tickets. And actually, when you search for tickets on Undercover Tourists, you'll see the full price with tax. And it'll also show you what you're saving versus buying direct. 
Uh, keep in mind that Disney uses dynamic pricing, which means that the cost of tickets varies depending on when you visit. It also varies depending on the number of park days and whether you add on additional perks like park hopping or Disney water park passes. Undercover tourists isn't always the cheaper option, but they often have sweet spots where tickets are considerably less expensive than buying direct through Disney. Sometimes you can even find deals where buying an adult ticket through undercover tourists actually costs about the price of a child's ticket through Disney World. Tip number seven, use Google Flights. If you are flying to Disney World, use Google Flights. Actually, use this for all of your flights. Now, you don't book your airfare directly through Google. You'll still book it directly through the airline. But use Google Flights to find cheap flights for your family. And if your travel dates are flexible, play around with some of the tools within Google Flights to see if there are cheaper options on specific days. You can also search one-way flights versus round-trip flights. We often book one-way flights. That way, we're not bound to one airline and we can find deals for each leg of our trip. Now, keep in mind that certain airlines like Southwest aren't listed on Google Flights. I hope that they change that one day because that would be super helpful. So you'll still need to search for flights on airline websites that are not listed on Google Flights. Compare prices, find the best flight options for your family, and then book direct. I am not even mentioning using airline miles right now. That's an entirely different beast to tackle, but it's also a great way to cut expenses. Speaking of flights, tip number eight is to check flight prices frequently after booking. Now, this is especially true if you are flying Southwest, but it may work with other airlines depending on your fare type. After you've booked your Southwest flight, mark your calendar to recheck current prices. Anytime that you see that Southwest is running a sale, recheck prices for your flight. If the prices have dropped, you can rebook at the lower price and receive a refund. I do this all the time. Actually, I did this recently for several flights I had booked and cut hundreds of dollars off of the total cost. And those were just solo flights for me, not even including my family. Tip number nine, look for Disney Resort deals. If you are going to stay on property, never pay full price for a Disney World Resort. Disney World frequently offers discounted rates throughout the year for select guests. Sometimes it's a limited time deal for anyone. And other times discounts are for specific groups like Disney Plus subscribers, Florida residents, military members, or annual pass holders. Check Disney's website for current deals to see if they're offering any discounted rates or special offers for your travel dates. Tip number 10, skip the park hopper option. I am a Disney World annual pass holder. I love that park hopping is included with the pass. If you're not familiar with park hopping, adding the feature to your base ticket allows you to hop from one park to another on the same day. Now, right now, park reservations are still required and park hopping is only allowed after 2 p.m. But being able to hop means that you can enjoy rides, dining, and entertainment at multiple parks on the same day. And while I love to park hop, the reality is that most people do not need this feature. It's an added cost and it's pretty expensive. And honestly, if you've never visited Walt Disney World before, 
You do not need to visit more than one park in a day. One is more than enough. Even if you have visited before, it's more than enough. Tip number 11, buy your souvenirs outside of the parks. I love souvenir shopping. You can ask my wife, Barb. I'm worse than our kids, and I 100% own that. But I've only bought one small item this week, so I'm doing pretty well. The Disney parks are filled with gift shops and merchandise carts with every Disney-themed item that you can think of. You'll find Disney merchandise at the resorts, restaurants, and even the Ticket and Transportation Center and airport. It's everywhere. It can also be expensive. Now, yes, they offer items that you can't find anywhere else, sometimes even online. But there are alternatives that can help you save considerable money. Now, every Walmart and Target within 30 minutes of the parks has an entire section dedicated just to Disney World products. I'm not talking a couple rows. I'm talking like an entire huge section. And we're talking about authorized Disney merchandise, not knockoffs. Now, it's not necessarily the same items that you might find in the parks. And some of the items are higher quality than others. But it's really amazing how much you could save with one trip to a store outside of the Disney bubble. Another popular place to look for discounted Disney items is the Disney Character Warehouse. And I believe there are two locations in Orlando, both at area outlet malls. And unlike Walmart and Target, you can actually find park-specific merchandise at Disney Character Warehouse. Like most outlet stores, many of the items that you will find at Disney Character Warehouse are from the previous season, but you can really score big savings. Obviously, the best way to save on souvenirs is not to buy any, but if you do plan on buying souvenirs, these are the best places to find inexpensive Disney gear in the Orlando area. Well, that was a lot. We're going to stop here for now. There are plenty of other ways to save money on a Disney World vacation, and we're going to explore those more in the future. Now, again, these tips I've provided may or may not fit your current situation or current trip plans, and that's totally okay. You know, we've employed all of these different tips at various points during our past Walt Disney World adventures. And over the years, our needs and financial situation has changed, and we've adjusted how we plan our trips. Take the best tips for your upcoming trip and consider the other ones for future park visits. We want to hear from you. What topics would you like to hear in upcoming episodes? Head over to FamilyMoneyAdventure.com and leave us a comment or message. If you like the show, let us know by leaving a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. It's time to take control of your money and pursue what you've always wanted. Until the next adventure. Adventure.